Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture crash on the couch after a long day at work and or school and fall asleep watching afternoon reruns of The Maury Povich Show. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because with me, as always, he is the best at being the worst. It's Steve-O Supremo. I don't miss any of you, and the lie detector determined that that was a lie. (laughs) You are not the father. Uh, (laughs) She is uh, salty. She's sweet. And she's conveniently pocket-sized. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. Hello, it me. Hello, it you. It her. It <laughs> he is. It's he your is, boy. Uh... <laughs> well, now you owe someone a quarter. Uh, <laughs> he is often imitated, never successfully duplicated. A thing that you should thank God for each and every daggum day. It is Quentin Gregory Neff. What it do, everybody. It do what it do. It do. Do, do, do what it do. Doobie, doobie-doo. Where are you? <laughs> she is uh, sometimes sassy, always classy from the Island of Enchantment. It's lovely Lady Lismati. Oh, Lismari, you're muted. Lismari, you're on mute. It's the I'm... burger hands. <laughs> Blame the burger hands. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here she is. Las Las Hamburguesa herself. <laughs> Lovely Lady Lismati. I'm sorry, I'm trying. What does that mean? I'm assuming it means hamburger. Hamburguesa. Hamburguesa y papas fritas yeah. y Coca-Cola? Come on, that was the first thing I learned in Spanish one. How do I order? Hamburgers and fries and Coca-Cola. Churros y chocolate, mi amigos. <laughs> Churros y chocolate. Lismari, you are in the middle of eating a giant burger. Actually, Please don't eat it in the microphone. This is not an ASMR moment. I just and you're going to really annoy Nick. And I think I'm going to die. You're, you're going to... If you... If you uh, <laughs> If you die, can I have your switch back? No. That's disappointing. Lisa, you uh, can't die. You're the maid of honor in my wedding. I understand. <laughs> oh, yeah, because every single thing on the planet is about your wedding, Stephen. <laughs> Dear God. If Lesmarie dies, can I become the new maid of honor? No. This conversation to stop now. <laughs> yeah, I think all the children in the world need it to stop, too. This is what makes baby Jesus cry, you guys. And over there, maybe pushing some buttons, maybe making things happen, maybe 3D printing himself a Pokeball. It is Nick, the engineer. Hello. And there it is. And that, that's completely possible. I could 3D print a Pokeball. You should. Yeah, very good. I've heard that there is a scarcity of 3D printers now, Neff. Is that true? Or Nick? Is yes. that true? <laughs> yes. That is true. <laughs> that well, is true. Are, well, people, can, can't you, like, 3D print yourself a new one? Uh, <laughs> it's a little so more meta. complicated than that, but you can yeah. 3D print parts, but not a whole thing. So. Well, is it the whole thing made of parts? Make it happen, Nick. Don't tell me no. Tony Stark could 3D print a 3D printer in a cave. <laughs> the box of scraps. But I'm not Tony uh, Stark. 
Oh, yeah, don't sell yourself short. Great. Well, we want to know who you are, and we want to know what you can 3D print in a cave. The best way for you to connect with us is by doing it across all the social medias. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can visit our blog online at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated <laughs> gifts with you. Jackie, what you got going on over there, kiddo? Sorry, I was putting my switch back on the charger because I realized it wasn't charging. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I'm like, there, there's a clickety clack. What's on your back over there, man? I'm like, what that was the, the world? squeak of my chair. I had to like quickly get up because I want to play Animal Crossing after this. Yes, as do yes, I. Jackie. Oh, Jackie, you got Crossing. Animal Crossing now? I did. Jackie, oh. we need to be friends. We will be friends. Oh, I'm so excited. Leave me That's out good. of it. You're already a friend. You visited me the other day. I'm done with Animal Crossing. Why? What are you done with, Tony? I'm finished with it. Why? It's not fun. It's not fun anymore. Why is it not fun? I got into the stock market, and I'm really I'm about to lose a lot of money. That's <laughs> what well, you get. I have the inside scoop on how it works. Turn up prices. I don't falling. want the inside scoop. I want to play a game. I don't want to cheat. Okay, then never mind. I will give you no inside scoops. <laughs> So, Don't you have till Sunday, Tony, to to sell them? I do, I do. I'm, I, but I'm a little panicky right now. It's Lisa Tuesday. Body, what what is your inside scoop? It's not really a scoop as much. Where as... did you get this scoop from? I want to know where the scoop came from. Okay, pause yourself for a moment, aggression. Um... I don't feel like I'm aggressive. <laughs> I'm verifying your source. Uh huh. So you're just mad because I found benches. But anyways, that's a Listen, different story. If, if, if you think I'm feeling mad, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bench ain't one. <laughs> I'm done. I quit. Mm -hmm. But so my friend who is like really deep inside of the Animal Crossing New Horizons rabbit hole, she's like far gone. Um, her island's amazing. Like just absolutely mind blowing. And I was hanging out with her today and she was, you know, I was telling her I'm frustrated because I keep, you know, hearing all about turnips. Everybody's talking about turnips and I have never met whoever the mythological creature is that sells these turnips. I found Daisy out, I didn't know that. But I found out today that she comes on only Sunday morning. She's gone by noon, which I didn't know. I knew she came on Sundays because I've been told she comes on Sundays, but I didn't know she was gone by noon. Which is going to be rough when we're no longer live streaming our church services, and I can't like actually play Animal Crossing during church. <laughs> Not so... with that attitude. <laughs> I'll be like, like in the, the middle, like third or fourth worship song, I'll be like, "Where's Pastor Tony? Mm, he's he's selling turnips, y'all." Yeah. So... Have not had the opportunity to encounter Miss May and buy any turnips. Um. So I haven't been able to be part of the whole turnip game, the turnip agenda, if you will. But my friend today was telling me how she went and she sold turnips for, wait for this, for 597 bells a turnip. Yeah, that's it. I quit. 597 bells a turnip she got because there's these groups. They're like little cults um, and they gather and they basically, they kind of create like almost like these it's like black friday you you got to get there early and line up virtually and everything and um whoever has you know i don't know who runs it i don't know how they do it i don't know if they're hackers or what their deal is but 
you go to these it's a whole forum of people and they post their turnip prices and then whoever is have the highest ones you jump on their virtual line and then people take turns going to this random person's island via dodo code so that you can sell your turnips so she did this today she went on this forum she you know got in this whole thing with all of these people and they somebody had turnips for this incredible value and so she got in the virtual line was there all afternoon went to this island she made over a hundred thousand bells in just a few moments on this person's island and she said it was set up like literally like you would see black friday like this person has had set up their island with like a gated path all the way to nook's cranny so that you could go in and sell your turnips and have no opportunity to like wander it's like one path nook's cranny back to the airport so we have a we have a listener and a Patreon sponsor, Joshua Chalk, and I believe that he said he he made uh, about a, a two and a half million bells what? selling turnips. Ha. So this is this is a really big deal. Um, I don't know, like uh, Animal Crossing is such a sweet and pure experience. It's not really about the bells, so I don't know. Like honestly, getting them has really it's not about the bells. I laugh at you. You have literally been so concerned about your selling your turnips and your fruit the entire time I've known your Animal Crossing self. Yeah, listen. Yeah, I'm not on. I'm not on trial here. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Strangler's on trial. Yeah, it's not about the bells. It's all about the cones. <laughs> You're not funny. I so if you guys, if you guys, if you know how I can sit, get rid of these turnips before they go bad, please just let me know. I'm, uh, I'm seriously. Done they with go this. bad. Yeah, they go bad. You got a week to sell them. Really? Oh, that's yeah. stressful. You should join a forum. I'm not going to join a forum. <laughs> this is the same thing that these weirdos that that, that when Pokemon Go was at its thing. Sorry, Nick, for where this is about to head. Oh, but they're okay. like, join our little uh, Twitch group and stuff like that. Join our Discord. Uh, Join our Discord, yeah. and we all meet up, and we have like we'll we'll do like three or four Mewtwo raids a weekend. I'm like, well, that's that just doesn't seem like fun. It just seems like you're trying to cheat the system. I have a question. Yeah, yeah, What's your question, really Stephen? Is the turnip thing new? Like, does this just happen like in the last couple weeks, or has this been since the game has released? You have Animal Crossing uh, New Leaf turnips are in New Leaf, man. You can sell you can sell turnips all day, every day. No, no, no. I'm talking about the turnip craze, where like they get they are worth a lot of money for like a day, and you have a week to sell them. No, this is this has been happening since this isn't the first game that's had this whole turnip thing in it. Okay, okay. I just that's didn't know you have New Leaf. It's in New Leaf. It's not a new thing, but this is the first Animal Crossing game that has got worldwide attention. I blame COVID nineteen, and uh, <laughs> so so there's so a lot of people are in their home. They're looking for things to do. And, right. And this plus social media has become kind of a powerhouse thing. And you know what? It's we're, we're ten minutes into the show, and I'm really sick of talking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> so let's move on. I wanted to play a game with you guys tonight. Uh, I went out. I, I bought a game at the end of the Christmas season. I've been holding on to it since then, waiting for an opportunity for us to play this game together. And uh, I hope you guys are excited. Do you like Family Feud? I do. Yeah, I love Family Feud. Do you like so Marvel Comics? Yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah. Well, I bought a game called Marvel Comics Family Feud, and I wanted to play this with you guys tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you saw that coming, right? A great segue. Do you coming. like Family Feud? Do you like Marvel Comics? Well, I'm making you pancakes. Ta-da! <laughs> Total swerve. 
Um, so I bought this game, and it, it is, it's got a, a whole bunch of questions in it. They are all um, Marvel Comics-themed Family Feud-style questions. Uh, this is literally Gamebox Family Feud Marvel Edition. This isn't some knockoff. This isn't like Marvel, but with like a M-A-R-V-Y-L. This isn't Family Feud. Like it's not like feuding families or something like that. This is an actual branded product. So I pulled a couple of these cards out, and it, it didn't take long for me to realize this game will be completely unplayable tonight. <laughs> really? This is the most garbage game oh. I own. And it is, I mean, when I say garbage, I want you to say, at least, Mata, you have a classroom filled with, like, three- and four-year-olds, right? Uh, four- and five-year-olds. Four- and five-year-olds. Do they like Marvel comics? I mean, you know, to the extent that a four- or five-year-old would like superheroes. Sure. If you sugared them up a lot and then try to explain to them the rules of Family Feud and said, now write some questions for Family Feud. That's probably, they're going to come up with something very similar to what this game is because these are some of the worst question ideas I've ever heard of. Give us an example. Ever. Oh, I have a stack of examples. Yay. <laughs> so we're going to play this, but we're only going to play it in as much as we can make fun of it, okay? Okay. okay. So our teams will be who the crap cares because this is an unplayable game. <laughs> some of them are cute so I'll, we'll start with we'll give the benefit of the doubt but it seems like every answer when they're saying Marvel what they really mean is the original Avengers and Spider-Man because those are those are the only event those are the only people that it seems like any of the writers of these questions knew gotcha so no dumb dumb Dugan fans in there. yeah so don't don't stray too far from the very very obvious name the Avenger that you'd like to follow on social media Steven. Spider-Man. Spider-Man is not an option. What? Sorry, yeah. Neff. Iron Man. Iron Man is the number one answer. Yeah. What else do we have? That's Listen, you I... don't have to think about this. If they were in the movie Avengers, that's your answer. <laughs> there you go. Jackie. I guess Captain America. Captain America in fourth place. Wow. Just because he doesn't really, it took him a while to figure out what Twitter was. Yeah. Thor. <laughs> Thor. Thor, yes. It's it's Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Captain America, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. Oh. Um, why why <laughs> are those the answers? Up. Yeah. And why in that order? Because somebody only knew six Avengers, and they just wrote them down in the order of their favorite. It's no, not even the original Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Here we go. Now, this one stretches out a little bit past the MCU to some comic book stuff. If you could blame a Marvel villain to get out of a parking ticket... Who would you pick? What kind of a question is that? <laughs> yeah, right? It's okay. So, Neff, who would you pick to blame blame to get out of a parking ticket? Loki. Number one answer was Loki. Wow. Jackie. Wow. I was going to say Mysterio. No, Mysterio is not an option. There's I only figured, four choices here. I figured not. Steven. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, not an option. Uh, and Neff. Ultron. Ultron is not an option. It is Loki. Dr. Octopus for some reason. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. When, Green when? Goblin for some reason and Venom for some reason. Well, it's was, as if... No, something. Like, what is the logic behind any of this? Yeah. Exactly. There was you, this you, in, in Spider-Man 2. Two cards in it and Lee Smuddy gets it. Wait. All right. Here when we go. It? This is a real head scratcher, okay? Okay. Name the Avenger. <laughs> I can't even... Name the Avenger likely to be the best swimmer. <laughs> Again, the these are, these were, we, we asked 100 sugared up fours and five-year-olds. 
Name the Avenger likely to be the best swimmer, Neff. Namor? No, he's not an Avenger. Remember, oh the person who wrote the cards only saw the movie Avengers. Oh, <laughs> uh, Captain America. Number one answer, Captain America. Oh my gosh. He's very fit, and he spent a lot of time underwater. Iron Man literally a pipe system underwater. So yeah, Captain America, then for some reason Black Widow, then for some reason Thor, then for some reason Iron Man, then, then in fifth place, of course, Hulk. Hulk would be a great swimmer. He's very powerful. And then Spider-Man, and then of course Hawkeye. Because Spider when I think when I think who would be the seventh best swimmer in the MCU, I'm going Clint Barton. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man, a swimmer? Yeah, well, you know. Are, are they Jackie. just are they just putting it in the order of who they want to see in a swimsuit, like <laughs> Maybe. not, not who Maybe. can swim, but who they want to see in a swimsuit? Jackie, well, this is a special one for you, okay? Okay. Uh, I mean, you guys can all answer, but you know, I just really want you to think about this. They're, they're, we're, we're now penetrating the deepest depths of Marvel what ifs. <laughs> you know who Yondu is, Jackie? Yes. Yondu, who is uh, you know, he, he might not be your father, but you know, yeah. he was your daddy. Yeah. He's wearing poppins, y'all. Name a musical instrument that Yondu would play well. <laughs> I, I would guess a flute. Number one answer was the flute. Yes. Uh, it's because of the whistling. It's Tell me the mandolin somewhere under just because. The mandolin? Yeah. No, that's 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 the instrument that uh, Aldrich Killian would play. Uh. Uh, Steven. Uh, a, a recorder. No, a recorder is not on there. <laughs> See, Jackie's answer made sense, and recorder makes sense. Neff? Harmonica. Not on there. I will give you the answers now. Trombone. Of, of course, flute. Number two, for some reason, violin. <laughs> what? Number three, for some reason, guitar. <laughs> Four, harp. Yeah, no, I know. I know. The mohawk. Harp, drum, piano, banjo, and clarinet. This is <laughs> Listen, if there's anything I know about uh, Yondu is that that man can play a mean bassoon. What is it? Just... <laughs> Why is okay, it? Why okay, are some of these string instruments? And then not only are these ridiculous categories, some of them are just the wrong answer. Name the Avengers. Name the member of the Avengers. And this is uh, basically your... Uh, this is... Uh, there's several Avengers on here that even beyond the first Avengers movie, there's eight options. Oh. Name the member of the Avengers that would make the best preschool teacher. Least Marty, I'm going to defer to you. The uh, the member of the Avengers that would make the best preschool teacher. Uh, the member of the Avengers that would make the best preschool teacher probably Captain America. Captain America is the number three answer. Huh. <laughs> Please <Jackie>. tell me. <laughs> I'm gonna guess the Hulk. Number one what? answer. Uh, what? <laughs> Imagine what happens when he smells a poopy diaper and gets mad. What do you mean? Lise Mati, in your evaluation as a professional preschool teacher, Lise Mati, how do you think the Hulk would do as a teacher at your at your academy? Um, incarceration because children would be murdered. Oh, I'm thinking more of the Bruce Banner than the angry green guy. No, it says Hulk. It, it does not say Hulk. Bruce Banner. So, oh, so, okay, so here's your here's your best preschool teachers in order. Number one, Hulk. Two, Black Widow. Yeah. Three, Captain America. Four, Hawkeye. Five, Captain Marvel. Six, Vision. 
seven Iron Man and eight Spider-Man. Now, what qualifications do you think they went to make those decisions? I feel like... Um, colors. <laughs> All right, like... you guys are familiar... You're familiar with the uh, the Netflix show and the comic book Jessica Jones, right? Yes. 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 You know what Jessica Jones does is, uh, for a living? She's private she eye. She drinks. Oh, she's <laughs> private eye. <laughs> That's <laughs> Both of those things. What historical mystery would you like to see Jessica Jones solve? What? <laughs> so imagine that she drinks, she solves crimes, and she has a time machine. What historical mystery would you like to see Jessica Jones solve? This is a family feud question? Oh, yeah. Steven. Who really is Jack the Ripper? Jack the Ripper is the number three answer. Oh, man. Neff. The Zodiac Killer. Not on there. What? <laughs> Who'd also have accepted the Scranton Strangler is a, a wrong answer. <laughs> Anybody else? I'll guess again. No, here we go. We got number seven, the, the, the mystery of Atlantis. What? Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. No, you need you okay. need a name or the answer number that. six, the Loch Ness monster. What? Number five, area area fifty one. These these are a serious. This is a serious question. What is number this Number four, the Bermuda Triangle. Number three, Jack the Ripper. Number two, Amelia Earhart. And number one, the Kennedy assassination. I was oh, going to say the Kennedy assassination. But there is no with, mystery. Yeah, there without no taking time to guess, let me just give you a couple more of these categories. Well, there's a conspiracy surrounding it. That's why. Uh, what Marvel superhero? The second gunman on the grassy knoll. It was Frank Castle the whole time. You uh, forget he was a hero. Would be the best skateboarder. All right, we're going to skip that one. Wait, 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 wait. Silver Surfer. No, it's it's Spider-Man, followed by Captain America, what? Iron Man, Black Widow, Daredevil, and Hawkeye. No, it's Silver Surfer. They're going to have the blind guy be a great skateboarder? Why not? Uh, if you were showing the vision, the world, what continent would you take him to first? That's stupid. There's only seven continents anyway. North America. If you yeah. could only bring one type of candy bar on a three-year space trip with the Guardians of the Galaxy, what type of candy bar would you bring? Oh, there's only one answer. There's only one answer, and that's Milky Way. Mars Number two bar. answer. A uh, uh, chunky, chunky bar. What did you call me? No, wait. <laughs> Name a leisure activity that Ultron would not want to do. Anything. Swimming. This is great. What? So, Neff, what did you say? I said swimming because, the, you know. Number one team. answer is swimming. <laughs> Wouldn't want to get wet. He's electronic. Right. What did you say, Jackie? I was like being a puppeteer because no strings on me. There are no strings on me. That's uh, right. Yeah, no. Uh, anybody else want to take a crack at this before we move on? Uh, chess. I'll tell you what What Ultron would not want to do. I'll give that one to you in the number eight position at board games. Number seven, watching TV. Number six, surfing. Number five, sleeping. Number four, reading. Number three, knitting. Number two... <laughs> How, who's playing this game and actually nailed any of these answers? Like, Does this guy even want to live? Number two, golf. And number one, swimming. Oh my it's gosh. Just, this is so bad. Who says golf? Name a hobby of Doctor Strange. Not surgery. <laughs> we have Neff. Magic. No, we're not on there. It's my hobby in sixth Steven. grade. Uh, knitting. It's not on there. He, he and Ultron have that in common. We have chemistry, coin collecting, what? gardening. Uh, yeah, I know. Gardening, cooking, chess, 
bug collecting, golf, and reading. Oh, of course, golf is on there. I, I just had the lovely image of a uh, Animal Crossing's character that looks like Doctor Strange, like Carry, Strange. carrying yeah. the little the little net. Make make it happen, least Mighty's friend. Make it happen. I want a Stephen. I want a Stephen Strange Animal Crossing character. <laughs> Okay. Name Black Panther's favorite European countries to vacation in. That's stupid. Not uh, yeah. Spokovia, uh, uh, whatever that was. Spokovia. Yeah. Name Nick Fury's worst fear. Orange cat. Be a white dude again. One at a time. <laughs> oh, toast cut in triangles. <laughs> <laughs> I won't allow that one. That's a good answer. That one's gonna be my answer too. Don't take credit for his brilliance, Steven. That was amazing. I just said I was gonna say that. I didn't you say gotta that. be quick and clever, son. My hand uh, was up. All right, Nick Fury's worst fear: the dark. Okay. Anger. Okay. Snakes, especially snakes on a train, I would think. <laughs> or a plane. Snakes on a plane. Losing his team. Failure. Of course, number three, spiders. Number two, death. And number one, losing his other eye. <laughs> did he? Did Doctor Strange lose an eye? You said no, my Nick, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Oh, Nick Fury. I don't know why I was stuck on Doctor Strange. If you were visiting an alien planet with the Guardians of the Galaxy, what color would you like the aliens to be? What, what kind of a question what? is that? This is a very serious question for Marvel slash Family Feud fans. Uh, name an area of science that you would like to study with Peter Parker. Uh, name the Marvel superhero that most reminds you of your parent. Well, what, would, what would Gamora's favorite class be in school? Knife fighting. Name Ant-Man's favorite type of candy? Uh, uh, the, the small size one. And name the... Uh, we'll, we'll do this one. This will be our legitimate round. Okay. All right, so are you guys ready to play? No. Yes. All right, Lee Smotty and Jackie versus Steven, uh, Nick, and Neff. Ready? Uh, okay. All right, because Lee Smotty and Jackie are shorthanded, we will let them go first. Name the Marvel superhero, raise your hand if you know the answer, that would deliver the most interesting graduation speech. Wait. Lee Smotty and Jackie. Put your hand down, Steven. So wait, should we answer? Yeah, if you if you if you know the answer, just raise your. If you want to give an answer, raise your hand. Lee Smotty or Jackie? I mean, Tony, probably. Yeah, I would guess Tony. If they're basing it off of like just the basic Avengers. All from, right, like, number movies. one answer was Iron Man. You want to yeah. pass or play? Oh, uh, let's play. Oh, okay, confidence. <laughs> we gotta we gotta beat the boys. Okay, so you guys have the number one answer. No strikes against you. The mm-hmm. Marvel superhero that would deliver the most interesting graduation speech. Jackie. All right. After Tony would possibly be Cap. Captain America is the number four answer. There's seven answers on the board. You got number two, number one, and number four. Lee Smotty. Um, Thor. Thor, the number five answer. <laughs> Apparently, Jackie and Lee Smotty remember that the person who wrote these cards only saw the movie Avengers. <laughs> Jackie and Lee Smotty, you still have control of the board. Who is the Marvel superhero that would deliver the most interesting graduation speech? Maybe the Hulk. Number two answer. Which would <laughs> the number two answer? A Hulk. You smart graduate. Gown! <laughs> Smash! Yep. Amazing. Amazing commencement. All right, so we have Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, and Thor. You still have control of the board. 
Um, how many answers we? How many answers are there? You got three. You're missing three. Okay. Um, I mean, who are we missing of like the main ones that children would say? Hawkeye. Hawkeye, the number seven answer. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, uh, you have two more, Jackie. Would it be Spider-Man? Spider-Man is the number three answer, leaving you one more, and you're going to completely sweep this board <laughs> in the Marvel Family Feud. What Marvel Avenger? What Marvel superhero? would deliver the most interesting graduation speech. Least Mati for the win. Who are we missing, Black Black Widow? Black Widow is the right answer for a complete <laughs> total sweep. In this, the worst game ever. So I bought that game for 50% off after Christmas, uh, the after Christmas sale. And it was still, I still feel like I got robbed. Uh, but yeah. I guess it was good for uh, a 20 minutes worth of laughs on a uh, podcast. So, uh, uh, least body. Yeah. Here's something that we haven't done in a very long time. See, Tell seeing me. each other. <laughs> Aw, that too. Yeah. Uh, least body. Something we haven't done in a very long time. We haven't heard from your island. Right. Can you give us some Puerto Rico news tonight? Um. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, I can. Yeah. Hey. All right. <laughs> um, uh, no, what's the music? Uh, the Puerto Rican anthem. No, what? How, how did I do it last time? <laughs> no. <laughs> you like I'm in the parking lot of Walmart. <laughs> okay. Um, news, music, news, music, news, music. Well, hello there, everyone. It's your resident brown woman, Lee Smarty, here to bring you the latest bookings that going on in our beloved island of enchantment. Hold on to your plantains, because this is Puerto Rico News. <laughs> All right. So our first headline comes right out of my hometown, which is really exciting for me. Um, if you know me, you know I am from, or you've heard me say it 7,000 times, I'm from Arecibo, right up in the north northern part of puerto rico on the coast and arecibo has is right now in the news because guys it's the end of the world Wait, ah! as we know it except hey, just you know, we all need a break right we just we just need a break uh, no but basically so there's a asteroid that's supposed to be massive and passing hmm. over us um I don't know. Is it tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning? How is this yeah, the first I've heard of it? Well, the government doesn't want you to know. <laughs> it might be. Ne it's either tomorrow Wednesday or next Wednesday. I'm not 100% sure. But basically, um, so in Arecibo, we have this giant radio. We have this observatory. and we have. It is tomorrow. It is, it is during our sleep tonight. Okay, well, there you go. It's the end of the world, guys. But um, basically, in Arecibo, there's this giant observatory, and it has this enormous radio telescope. Um, in fact, it's like the biggest radio telescope. I feel like, I don't know like what its ranking is, but it's a big deal. It's like the biggest one, I don't want to say in like the world, because I don't know, but it's, it's huge and it's a big deal. Just trust me, okay? And um, it's been around since like the 60s. And UCF actually runs it now, and they found images of this massive asteroid um, that's supposed to be coming 
close enough to Earth to where it's like, hey guys, giant asteroid, but not close enough to where it's like, hey guys, death. <laughs> um, but it's a thing that's going to be happening. And so it was classified as a potentially hazardous object because it's bigger than five <laughs> Potentially <feet>. hazardous. <laughs> um, bigger than 500 feet and comes within 5 million miles of Earth's orbit. Um, which sounds like stress, but it's actually like still like 16 times farther away than like the moon is from Earth. So it's not that I think the moon's like 300,000 um, miles or something like that. 238,900 miles. Ah, that was a little off. Okay, well, there you guys go. <laughs> and so, but it's a big deal. It's a big deal because Arecibo has these images of it, or the Arecibo Observatory got these images of it. And so it's just cool. Um, people, you know, they work, UCF runs in, they work under NASA, and people talk about it. But I thought this was a cool thing because it comes out of there. And the Arecibo Observatory has been around forever. Like, for as far back as I remember, this has been a thing and it always scared me. It's in this little area, There's it's in this area called Islode. And Islode is basically all beach. And I never liked the beach. And in Islode, there's like this lighthouse. And it's all just really creepy to me as a child. Really creepy and eerie. And it's like all in this corner. And I always just, I knew it was there. And I always had the suspicion that like mythological monsters of some kind were hidden in captivity. The Chupacabra! Were just stored in the observatory because it's this giant bowl. Exactly. I've learned as an adult that this giant bowl is in fact the telescope itself. Um, it is a 1,000 foot wide telescope. Oh wow, that is pretty big. Yeah, it's massive. It's the world's single largest um, aperture. What? Single, largest single aperture telescope. So just say whatever you want to say. We'll believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's really cool, and that's a thing. So, if we do die in the early hours of the morn, just know that you were warned by the good people in <laughs> Puerto Rico news. That's right. Too, too, real, real shame these episodes come out a week after we record them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Other... We, we called it. At least somebody <laughs> tried to tell you. You need to listen better next time. If you're hearing this, it didn't happen. Um, in other less um, dramatic and potentially catastrophic news, um, and also straight out of the amazing city of Arecibo, our local university in Arecibo, um, the University of Puerto Rico, and it's Arecibo campus, so Puerto Rico has the University of Puerto Rico, and in each province kind of, ha or not each province, but it has campuses all across in different provinces. It's like, imagine if so we're in Florida, and instead of having like University of Central Florida, University of like, it was all just one university, and it was like University of the state of Florida, Orlando campus, that kind of deal. It's like DeVry. Um, <laughs> I guess. But so basically the Arecibo campus of the University of Puerto Rico, or UBRA, um, has gotten creative with how they're going to be honoring the graduates in light of our COVID virus pandemic. Are they going to get Tony Stark to do the commencement speech? <laughs> no, they're going to get Hulk. No, but they're going to be having an Animal Crossing class photo with everyone Shut in Captain and also in their custom class shirts, which is a thing that every graduating class does from the moment you're in kindergarten all the way through college. I've never seen done here, so I don't know what the deal is, but it's a thing. And basically, they're just going to have everybody who has Animal Crossing. They're doing it, I obviously, whatever the like number of group or amount of people you can have, villagers you can have on the island, or people, guests you can have on the island. And they're having like people come in in groups assigned, like scheduled during the day, in cap and gown, and then in the class shirt. 
and they're taking these pictures and then they're gonna piece all of it together to make one giant class Animal Crossing photo for the graduating class. It's so rad. So it's super cool. So, you know, great things are coming out of Arecibo right now. Asteroids, Animal Crossing. Just in time for the end of the world. Just in time. And, um, but yeah, so that's all I have for you today. Uh, stay safe and above all, stay well seasoned. Uh, from my bedroom, this has been Mari Valentin, Puerto Rico. <laughs> I love it. Thank you very much. Know. Now, now we know about the Puerto Ricos. And uh, and of course, keep us posted on that whole bacon situation. We're still oh. we're still very anxious about that. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, dude, asteroids are crazy. Did you guys see? I, I don't know. Listen, I, I see stuff on the internet all the time that I think that's a little weird, or you know, the internet's full of things that, that are that are crazy and out of left field. But I saw today that the Pentagon released videos. <laughs> Have you seen these? Yeah, yes. and I thought of you immediately upon seeing them too. Because the oh no, released this is videos of UFOs. This is gonna to spike Tony's anxiety so high. Oh my gosh! I mean, Listen. I'm not worried about it at all. Tony? Yeah, because we watched Flight of the Navigator, so we know it's gonna be okay. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, a, a UFO is just something that they can't identify. It just means they don't know. It's just the Navy. They nobody tells the Navy anything. So how are they gonna know <laughs> if like, some country is? <laughs> I think that's the other way around. I don't think the Navy tells Listen, them about anything. Listen, I'm telling anything. you this. I saw those videos, and whatever those things were, those were that was not a weather balloon, all right? It wasn't swamp gas. I'm not saying I but we'll, ha we'll have a UFO conversation on another episode for sure, should the asteroid miss us. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm just saying we have a plague. We have an asteroid. We have alien invasion. If you guys are at home playing Apocalypse Bingo, someone just say bingo and in this game already. Good Lord. I have not watched the videos of that. Is it that crazy? It's it's definitely like a well, what could that be? And you hear them. You you can hear the the voices of the the airmen. Uh, I, well, I guess the, the navy pilots or whatever they are. You can hear their voices and they're shocked. They like they don't know what it is. They're laughing. They're like, look at that thing move. I mean, it's whatever it is. I will it's say not though, Russian. those videos are old. Those videos they even said it. They're from like 2017. So, so of course, well, that's the, only three years ago. That's only three years ago. Now you know who who actually put this out is, and, and I'm, I might be missing. Oh no, they're from 2004. I'm sorry, I'm watching it right now. 2004 and 2015 are when right, they right. But the they were the from. government keeps and holds on to these things. You know who actually leaked this because they leaked it. I, I want to say a year or so ago. I, I and I may be mis misspeaking, but it's either I think it's the guy from Blink 182. Or good Charlotte. Oh or yeah, yeah. Or like that. he's the, he's a guy formerly from League One Eighty Two who That's left the is. band because he's a he's a UFO conspiracy theorist. Well, he released these videos uh, uh, at least a year or two ago already, like ahead of them releasing it. He got these videos and put them out because I've seen them before. But yeah. the fact that when the Pentagon comes out and says, "Yeah, these are real," whew, I don't know. Weird stuff, man. I don't know I, how you feel about that. Again, we can have our ET conversations another time. But I'm just saying, with all this craziness. Uh, you know, there's there's something happening here. Well, well, based on what, what I just quickly read, Stephen, and... don't interrupt me when I go into a song. I'm sorry, I'm done. Go ahead. I'll say based on what I just quickly read and did not uh, back up with further research, um, these have been leaked online several times. This is the first time that they've been confirmed. Like, that, yeah, that's uh, those are real leaked things, but like they've been circling online for like 15 years. Yeah, there you that's go. That's what I'm saying. They've been around for a while. So, I mean. I don't know. I think everybody's just sensitive now because we're in the middle of a pandemic and things just suck, you know? So there's an asteroid. Like, things are just weird. People things are, are weird. 
Well said. Well said. Well, let's. Uh, how do you feel in this weird time? Like, if I if I just had to ask you to to tell me, how do you feel right now? How do you feel? Tired. <laughs> Anybody else? I feel like silence okay. is my answer. Yeah. See. So. So what we have right now is we have tired uh, and silence. I mean, are you are you tired right now, you guys? Stephen, why are you so tired? I just I feel like I'm just always tired. Why? Tell tell me why, because I'm feeling this way too lately, and I, I wanna I wanna know why. When I ask people how they are, the most common answer I get now is tired. I think it's because part of it. Like I mean, it depends on the person. Like my my life hasn't changed much with the the pandemic, other than the fact that I can't go to Disney and I can't actually go to a church gathering. Other than that, my life is pretty much the same, and I can't go to the movies with Neff. I miss that. But other than those, just a pre-show for marriage. Oh yeah. (laughs) Other than those those few things, my life hasn't really changed. It actually feels like it's gotten a little bit busier, just because I'm an essential worker and I work at a grocery type store. So it's like everybody is just kind of going crazy and shopping and you know job aside you know i'm you know in my off time i'm doing wedding planning or i'm helping out with church things when i can um it just kind of feels like everything normally happening plus added the stress of like when is this going to be over or how long is this going to last like that adding onto it feels like it's like even even more even more tiring 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 what you just said was life is normal only i have to go to my job and I have to plan a wedding and I'm tired. Like you, you're doing, you're doing less now than, than maybe you once were. Why are you so tired? Do you sleep? Not well. Why? I don't know. I probably because I have incredibly bad and chronic sleep apnea. If I had to guess. Well, do you go to the doctor? No. Cause they only see, they, they don't see people right now unless you have the COVID. Have you, well, okay. Can you go lick a doorknob and get the COVID so they can see? No, I don't do that. I don't think that's worth it. No, but like, uh, Stephen, I love you, but I hear a lot of excuses when you're talking here and stuff like that. Why don't you sleep? Are you a night person or a day person, Stephen? We've had this conversation before. Depends on who you ask. I believe I'm a night person, but most people uh, uh, seem to agree that I am a morning person. Why do you you, you feel like you're a night person? Who here is a night person? Like you like you're better staying up late than you are waking up early. Uh, yeah, probably, probably That's not true. I, I feel like I'm definitely a night person, but I mean I can wake up early. I just don't like to. I think I had to make the assessment one time when we started this conversation. Someone said, "Who's a night person and who's a morning person?" I think I said Jackie and Neff were night people. Nick and Steven were morning people. Least Marty is neither. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony is both. And I'm both. Um, I do great in the morning. I do great at night. It's the middle of the day. You catch catch me between two and four, and oh. like I don't want to hear anything you have to say. That's like, the that's, worst. <laughs> so that, that's for me. Like I'm trying to figure out the best way to sleep. Like I, I don't. Do I go to bed at ten o'clock and wake up at five o'clock? I mean, that sounds stupid. Do I go to bed at midnight and wake up at eight o'clock? That that's no good. You know, do I take a nap in the middle of the day? What's the best way to do it? What's the what? How do humans need to how sleep? Does one exist? That's the thing. Like. Like during this time, I, I mean, I still I still have to go to work, but I have to go to work early in the morning. Like I have to wake up at six every day. Which I guess isn't that early, but I mean, I, I don't know if, if you're trying to evoke sympathy. Like, what are, are we supposed to like? Oh, nap six? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, like by the end of the day, by the end of the workday, I'm always tired. 
and I get off at three, which is like still the middle of the day. And I find myself like wanting to take a nap, but I know if I do that, it'll ruin my sleep schedule, which just makes me tired the next day when I haven't gotten any sleep the night before. I took a nap. What does a nap look like for you, Neff? Because you have you have napped through many like podcasts. Like, where's Neff? Well, he's he's sleeping. He fell asleep. It's you wonder, you wonder. have fallen asleep through many like appointments and engagements that we've been a part of. Do, uh, how long when you when you say I'm going to take a nap? How how long until we see you again? Uh, one to three hours. That's. I don't feel like that's a nap. I feel like that's a a, a light coma. That's a small so that's, sleep. That's definitely not. It's definitely not a sleep though. That's Jackie, like the how worst long? Part. How long is a perfect? Are you a nap person, Jackie? Uh, I used to not be, and then after graduating high school and actually living life, I'm like, yeah, a nap sounds yeah, good. You can't talk about when you're a kid. Life. When you're a kid, naps are punishment. But yeah. as an adult, as an so, adult, naps are good. How long is a nap for you? I try to keep it at the most an hour because if okay. I sleep longer than that, I'm not allowing my body to go through those REM cycles. And then when I wake up, I feel like garbage. And that's kind of the opposite of what a nap is supposed to do. Yeah. So, Steven, how long's a nap for you? Um, ideally, it would be 20 minutes, but that usually turns into about two hours. Uh, Nick. But I set, I set an alarm for 20 minutes. Nick, do you take naps? I can't picture Nick ever sleeping. Sometimes. Uh, 20... 15, 20 minutes. Siesta? Um, I just, it just depends, like, the purpose or, like, the the slot of the nap. Like, I used to, when I used to work in retail, I, like, treasured, I coveted my nap times between, like, shifts because I, I had two different jobs. So I would come and I would have, like, an hour between them and I would strategically time it to where I would have, like, enough time to nap for... 20 to 30 minutes but then get up with enough time to like poop or something and then have like water and then leave <laughs> you're like a cat so, <laughs> and like now it's hard because i i love naps i love sleeping sleeping is extremely important to me but in my current job if i come home and i let myself fall asleep i'll i i'm so tired i will just like my body will say yeah it's nighttime and i'll just try and get a full like i'll sleep for like seven hours and wake up and it's like middle of the night i'm like dang it mm. so it's it's hard for me now to i are have you, to limit when the you say seven hours are you exaggerating at all for a nap yeah if you let me i would never wake up <sighs> if like I wake you up might, you because might have a you might have like a, a tapeworm or be anemic or something. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I I have to set alarms for everything. I have to set at least like five of them, or I will just not because I my body just sleeps and will sleep if you let it. it. Doesn't sound okay to me. Like if I'm taking a nap, I like to take like I will take a 12 minute nap. To me, like in the middle of the day, sometimes That's I will hard. like go sit in my car or I'll you know just sit down. 12 minutes and I'm done. If I set that limitation for myself, just enough to rest your body and then get up feeling refreshed. If I need to take a 30 minute, I will. But yeah. any any more than that, and it's worse for me to take a nap than if yeah. I hadn't. It's like, it, it's, a, I, it's a slippery slope, man. I, mm -hmm. I can't imagine taking that. I agree. But like, how long do you sleep at night? Like how, what, what is it, what, what to you is like a, that's a typical night's sleep for you, Jackie? I try to get eight, but I can function on like six or five. It's just, I have to push myself a little bit more. God bless you. Since... I'm going to be the old man here and say, oh, you can't. One day that's going to change. That's what they told me. And it's, it's, mm -hmm. I'm finding out that it's true, but you, you can, you can legitimately like you, you'll try to schedule eight hours. Like, is that normal for you? Yeah, for sure. Especially since like 
working at Disney, like I definitely need to be well rested. So like, it's not like when I worked my other jobs where I would be able to function on four or five hours of sleep. If I try and do that working at Disney, I'm gonna die. You're gonna die. Neff, um, Neff, what do you try to get in in the night? Well, I usually try to go to bed around 10 o'clock so I can get eight hours. But if I usually actually fall asleep around 12 or midnight, so about six hours if I can. Yeah, you do you bring your phone into bed with you? Oh yeah. Is that what keeps <laughs> you up? Yeah, well, I fall asleep. I, I can only fall asleep to having something in the background, so. Yeah, it doesn't help. Why do you need something in the background to fall asleep? If I don't have any like noise, I keep, I keep I like my mind starts racing, and it just keeps me up. That sounds like there's a problem there too. I don't again, not a doctor. At least, Marty, how many hours of sleep do you need a night, or do you get a night? Uh, it, again, it depends. When it's like full force, like working, it can be as little as four, or as much as like six or seven. It just depends on how busy I am. Wow, Steven? Um, I mean, for me, I would love to get eight, but I'll usually get, you know, around six. Like, six is a good number. But, um, like, I'll go to bed at, like, 11 or 12 and then try to wake up around sometime between seven and eight if I can. Um, but usually I end up waking up throughout the night to pee or just I just wake up and then I fall back asleep. You're like an old diabetic woman. That's that's funny to me. I've been that way since I was 17 <laughs> years old. Nick Sadler. Uh, nowadays, seven hours. Uh, but on a normal work day, I try to get seven, but it's most of the time six. Do you have a harder time going to sleep at night? This is for anybody. Do you have a harder time going to sleep at night or waking up in the morning? Waking up. Going to sleep. Oh, varies for me. It could be either or. It'll, it'll sometimes take me like like I would love to be the kind of person that can literally just close their eyes and go to sleep, but I usually it usually takes me between like 30, 30 and forty minutes from when I decide to go to sleep to actually falling asleep. Unless I'm exhausted, well, then I'll just pass there, out. Have you conditioned yourself that way? Like I'm seriously asking. Like, do you watch TV or do you look on your phone? Like, so when I was a kid. I would like fall asleep with the remote control in my hand, like trying to find something else to watch for 10 minutes. Like I would watch middle of the night infomercials. I would watch the, the third playing of a rerun on Nick at night when I was a kid, like whatever I could do to stay awake, just five more minutes. My, my body is screaming sleep, sleep. And I'm looking for just one more bit of entertainment to squeeze out of the stone of this day. Um, like, do you, in this day, now that we have our phones, we have social media, we have YouTube, we have everything at our fingertips. When we bring that into bed with us, like, no wonder we can't fall asleep at night. You know, it's 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 hard, yeah. and I, and I think that we need it. We we try to keep ourselves awake, like we try to like not relinquish the day. Um, you know how many times like I'll have, <laughs> and it's funny because sometimes like I'll have text message conversations with someone uh, with Scott Higa. Uh, he's out in California, so it's like midnight here. It's dinner time there, you know, and uh, and we'll be having a conversation. I'm like, Scott, Scott, I love you, man. I gotta go to bed, bro. Like, 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 I'm tired. <laughs> I'm in bed mm -hmm. right now, and you were texting me. Likewise, I've had conversations with Lise Mati where we're texting each other or whatever. It's like 10:30, 11 o'clock at night, and we'll just be in the middle of a conversation, back and forth and back and forth, and all of a sudden she's gone. It's like she's been alien. Like a, it's like a Puerto Rican rapture. Like you're lucky I responded in the first place. <laughs> I feel that least, Maddie. I'm not complaining, but can you can you verify that this is true? It is. I like 
I don't know, I just fall asleep, so I'm so tired. <laughs> but that's okay. Me, all when the time. When you're tired, you should sleep. And this isn't just a sleep thing. This is a rest thing in general. And this is something I'm, I'm kind of coming by way of confession. I'm not good at. I'm bad at rest. And I get fussed at about this all the time by people who are way better at it than I do. I don't take vacations very often. I'm so bad at it. At the end of the year, I get, I don't even know, I, I legitimately, I don't know how many weeks of vacation, how many sick days, how many personal days I have. I don't know because I've never, ever come close to using them all. Never. I always leave weeks on the table. Last year, I think I used two days of my two weeks of vacation. No sick days, no personal days. Um, and, and like, that's just... That's just how I roll. I, I, I'm not good at resting. I'm not good at taking time off. When I do have to take time off, I always feel terrible about it. And I have been told by people who are better at it than I am that that's a weakness for me. Like that, that not resting mm -hmm. is not healthy. Yeah, for sure. But I'm bad at it. I mean, why, like, why, am I, why am I so bad at it? Fix me, you guys. I mean, I, I kind of understand it, though, because I have the same tendencies to where I tend to work myself too much until my body rejects me and is like, hey, you need to, like, chill out. Um, so that's something that, like, I've been working on getting better, too, is to make sure that I'm taking time to rest. Um, I've been trying to look at this quarantine as, like, a nice way to do it, but, like, after a month and a half almost two months i'm like okay like yeah. can i can i go back now yeah. but, and, <laughs> like... but see this is the thing that i'm thinking about like and again i'm bad at this i don't take vacations often i don't get out of town very often i think with the year that 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 tory line got married that that was i went away for two weeks that year and i felt sick because my body couldn't acclimate to rest like the first couple days of not being in the office, the first couple days of not working, my, my body was so relaxed. Like I, I felt so relaxed that I thought that I was ill. I thought that I was there was something wrong with me. It's really strange oh. to, to kind of slow down like that. It's like a huge downshift. But but we do need that. We have to have that. And, mm. and you have to be intentional about giving yourself that. And, and, and Jackie, like yeah. you mentioned, and like any of the rest of us could say, during this time, Stephen, God has given us this weird covid sabbath and i know that sounds strange but i feel like in this season when we have the opportunity to create spaces of rest when we have the opportunity to create an oasis of peace and tranquility and start weaving these habits into our lives that will be held responsible will be held accountable if we don't if we fail at that if we don't create something when the opportunity is there um, any more than, than watching a YouTube video when you're supposed to be at work is wasteful. Not resting when you have time to rest is wasteful. Steven? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that I think you can, like, once you realize that's what you need and you do it, it's almost like, like, why didn't I do this before? For example, um, my my job is open seven days a week normally so i usually will work on sundays the weekend is a very busy time so my sundays used to be get here for church early you know stay through church go get something to eat for lunch and then go work a full shift at my job and then you know come home and get ready for monday um and even like on my days off which usually it would always revolve around like church things or running errands so like for years i haven't really had like 
uh, consistent uh, re- reoccurring rest time. And then for the past, you know, since Easter, my job has decided, at least for now, yeah. to be closed on Sundays. And then since we're having church online and, you know, our church, we, we do, we're doing what a lot of churches are doing, which is we're filming ahead of time and then hey, premiering hey, it on, hey, hey, on Sunday morning. Um, we're having church live on Sunday morning. Um, and I, I can actually, you know, go to church from my home and it's one of those times where it's like on Sundays now I legitimately have a day of rest. And, you know, I can go to church and not have to like worry about working while at church, even though that's something I really enjoy. But I'm basically using this as a time of like God saying like now you can rest a little bit, like don't be wasteful with the rest, but take some time, rest, relax, refuel, recharge. My my family has sat out. together for church more in the past six weeks than we have in the past six years combined. I mean, together, uh, yeah. as in, you know, and, and that's, I'm just saying, and like in my heart, I feel like in this time, there's a physical rest, there's a spiritual rest, you know, we have the opportunity to trust in God, we, we're we all trusting in God, like never before during this time for our, our health, for our nation, for the safety of our loved ones, in, in the middle of that, when, when Jesus says, come to me, all who are labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. I mean, what does he mean by that? Is it, is it a physical rest? Is it a spiritual rest? Is it is it all of the above? The, I mean, I don't know if this is true. I might be taking this way out of context, but this is just what my brain went to. It's kind of like if you're like a little kid and you're scared and something, you know, and you're terrified and you go running to like your mom or your dad and they hold you and they relax you, like they give you like a rest in that moment. maybe that's the kind of rest that Jesus is talking about there like come to me and I'll give you rest from your stress or rest from your worries or rest from what you're going through because I can I have taken that from you but I can help you through that so like you know put the weight on my shoulders like you still have to bear it you still have to go through it but in me you know you can do all things yeah and that's the contextually that's what he's talking about this verse I mean he's talking about my you know I'll take your yoke you take mine you know take my yoke upon you uh, uh, you know, you'll find your rest, rest for your souls. I, I just, I just want to challenge you guys and encourage you guys in this time. Rest doesn't mean being lazy. It doesn't mean staying in bed all day. And if I, I'm sorry if you're feeling attacked right now, rest means finding the time to recharge and then using that charge for something good. God gives us rest for for the for applicational purposes. Um, God uses uh, rest so that we can do something productive. It's like a sowing and reaping process. There's a time to sow and there's a time to reap. There's a time to rest and then there's a time to to do. There's a a time that we need to recharge so that we can do the thing that God has called us to do. That's why, I mean, even God says it. I mean, you know, that, that we have these days that he creates on the seventh day what did he do rested rested he he did and, and not only that if you take it we we see that story in genesis but exodus 31 it says uh it talks about keeping that sabbath you know they're talking to the children of israel it says it's a sign forever between me and the people of israel that in six days the lord made the heaven and earth and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed refreshed for a purpose not just refresh to like be lazy, not just to clock out, not just to go on break, but to refresh yourself, to reset yourself, to reposition yourself, to reorient yourself, to recharge yourself. 
for the next thing. So I'm going to ask you this. What does God have for you next? If you're looking for that, rest, stretch, breathe, sleep, pray, meditate, prepare. But let this season of your life be one of legitimate, genuine rest and recharge. Because I believe that after this, should the asteroid miss us, should the UFOs not abduct us, you know, whatever season is coming next, God is going to need his people to be rested. So don't fight sleep. Don't stay up late, you know, watching uh, Netflix and scrolling on Instagram and stuff like that. Take time to sleep, but also take time to rest in the Lord. Enter into his rest. Be still and know that he is God because... If we're arrested and recharged people, we're ready people for what he has. So that's the encouragement I have for you today. I hope I hope it's good. I hope it lands and, and it's as on time for you as it is for me. I receive it. Yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Well, if uh, I guess that reached that that has brought us to the end of the rainbow here, you guys. Uh if there is nothing else, I guess we're going to just tie a bow on this thing. We do hope that all of you guys will connect with us. Let us know how you're resting, how you're experiencing God's rest during this time of quarantine and sheltering in place. Uh, give us your, your quarantine pro tips on how we can rest and recharge better and what God is speaking to you. The best way to do that is, of course, to connect with us across the social medias or hang out with us on our Facebook small group, the Nerd of God Squad. Uh, come in there, share some share some memes and share some dreams and all those good things like that with us. So uh, that is the end of the road for us for the Nerd of God cast. Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye, everybody. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Jesus took a nap in a storm. Jesus rested a lot, dude. Like legitimately on a boat. Like Jesus was was going off to like if that's our pattern, like Jesus who is the energizer bunny of ministry, right? Like still took time to rest. Like what what is your excuse? God rested and was recharged. What who do you think you are? Sorry, tangent. Lee Smotty, lovely lady. <laughs> who do you Smotty. think you are? Make good choices. And Nick the engineer. Goodbye. I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. Here. We can't stay here. Yeah, that was so bad. Nice. They've never been good. Love you guys. Love you too. Go to bed. Okay. I'm I'm so tired. I'm going to play Animal Crossing. (laughs) 